Hello everyone, I'm Justin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content. Happy Moon Day, Marcella, with a little rainstorm on my end. Ugh, jealous. <laughs> so uh, if anyone listening to this hears some ambiance, thunderstorm, ASMR in the background, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just uh, looking at my little Apple weather app and indeed it's showing um, where you you reside and uh, it's got like a cloud with little flashing do you get like the yeah mm-hmm. and it just looks beautiful so i i can pretend i'm uh, there it's a wonderful and it's, it's like warm though unfortunately but you know what i'll no. take it yesterday yeah. it was 97 and it was unbearable oh, so no. i'll take the 70 ish humid rain i'll take it i'll take what i can get but how are you, Marcella? How's it going for you? Um, it's going good. Do you know, just randomly, it mm-hmm. really bugs me the way I say my name at the start, like, every time. <laughs> really? Why? Because it just, like, I always go, and I'm Marcella, and, like, go up at the end. But I'm like, I don't know how else, like, it just it just happens. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, how else do I say my name? Is it because I go, I don't know. Like, I love it. Like, say my, say my, na- say my name. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> No one is around me. <laughs> Wait, do you really want me to say yeah. your name? <laughs> I'm like, come on, say it. Marcella? Oh, so you go up at the end. Is it just my name? The way you Mar- say it, you just can't help but go oh, up at the end. Marcella. Marcella. I guess you could, you could say it like that. Marcella. Yeah, I'm going to do that next but time. If, but if I was like being like, hi, I'm Marcella, like I, I probably would go up. Yeah, but I don't like it. Because you're, I think it's just the your name. Because like my name it sounds very final. Like I'm Justin. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like the consonant sounds, I think. And you're in a vowel. So. Marcella. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Marcella. Like you can do it like that. I'll do it next time. Anyway, I'm good. You're just doing this vocal <laughs> lesson at the beginning. <laughs> it's just, it's just it, it, every time it bugs me, and I always try to say it different, and it always comes out the same. And I'm just like, dope. <laughs> oh goodness. Um. Anyway, <laughs> hi. We're here. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Like I said, I got this nice little rainstorm here today, which is very apt because we're starting volume four of Sailor Moon. Yep. And who do it, who does it have on the cover, Marcella? Tell us. It has uh, my girl, our girl, mm-hmm. Makoto, Sailor yes. Jupiter. Sailor Jupiter. And uh, there's a, the it's a green cover, as y'all may have guessed, uh, and it's got lightning all over it, and it's got, it's even got the planet Jupiter in the background. It's yes. gorgeous. And she has um kind of Emperor Palpatine lightning coming out of her her fingers. Just she does. And she's also got, I don't really, I've never really paid this much attention to it, but like the, there's like a gemstone in the middle of her bow. Oh, see it? I've never yeah. really noticed it. It's never been super yeah. shiny, but it looks like an emerald kind of thing. Yeah, it does. But uh, I love the, um, above her head as well, the glowing pink. Yes. Thing. Like the static and the electricity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. Best cover so far. Oh, 100%. I know I said that last time, but this really is. Th- this really is the best one. I, I have to agree. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll change our minds, but I, I doubt it. Like, this I don't is think, No, one. I don't think I think this is it for me. If yeah, I'm just we'll thinking see. of the other covers that are coming, no, I think this is top maybe tier. Maybe volume 10, because it has everyone mm. on it, but 
Mm, we'll see. Mm. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, because we're starting volume four, uh, we're starting the first chapter in this uh, book four, volume four of Sailor Moon, which is mm. titled Act 22, Hidden Agenda Nemesis. Mm. And uh, we've only got, th- including this one, we've got one, two, three, four, five more chapters of the Black Moon arc. And then we got two side story chapters in this volume, yeah. uh, which w- we are going to include in the Black Moon arc because it's just all encompassing. We're going to yes. do it all together. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, so we've only got like five more of the Black Moon arc. From this Crazy. point onwards. I mean, it's been a pretty action packed arc anyway, but it, it's. Uh, oh, yeah, bu- we're hitting. Buckle up. We've oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're shifting say. into turbo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So before, like, like we always do, before we get started on reading Act Twenty Two, which also I'm excited about because Twenty Two is my number. So. And this one is fucking incredible. It's a great chapter. But yeah. before we get to it, we got to settle our moon news. So, Marcella, what moon news do you have for us this week? Um, I've got a couple of little pieces. Um, this isn't really moon news related, but obviously did the reread last night of this. And I'm mm-hmm. messaging you, like, constantly throughout. I'm sending you photos if you, you know, yeah. have access to them. And, um, <laughs> I oh, loved I'm, it. I'm just so excited to get into it because this is mm-hmm. such a good chapter. It but really my is. Actual, actual moon news is. Um, so, you're I have discussed this. So have you heard of, I know you have, so I don't know why I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) A website called chartable.com. Yes, I have. Yes, And they do the podcast charts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I get updates for uh, how Sailor Manga is doing. And I was very excited (laughs) the other week to to notice that we had entered the uh, podcast charts for Poland. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're in, because we've been in the UK one for a while um, right. and we've only recently been appearing in the United States one which I'm very excited about mm-hmm. um, but Poland we're now showing up in the Poland animation and manga yes. podcast with a top chart position we're not there <gasps> at the moment we go up and down a lot okay. <laughs> you know as in life I guess um, And uh, but we, ha- we had at one point we had a top charting position of number 9 so we were top 10 baby what? I know <gasps> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Number so, nine. Look thank at you us. To me, potentially five listeners in Poland. <laughs> if you're listening helping. to this from Poland, thank you so much. Send us an email and let us know whereabouts in Poland. You want. yes, please do. Sailormangapodcast at gmail.com. Um, <clears throat> we're currently we've just shot up fifty two places in the UK. We, <gasps> we tend to shoot up after we've recorded an episode, so we then go down, 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 and then an episode. Oh, yeah. will come out and then we'll shoot back up again which is a good sign so we're currently mm-hmm. at number 28 in the uk charts which i'm really pleased oh about. my god that's so awesome um but i think the highest we've been in the uk is 19 <gasps> uh, which again really good really excited mm-hmm. about anyway so, so there's just, just some stats for you there yeah might be of interest to i love it some people um and then my second piece moon news isn't sailor moon related but it's uh anime related because as you know <gasps> mm-hmm. i have continued finally continued on with my castlevania Yay! Viewing, um, and of course have been texting you Obsessed. Mm-hmm. you know excessively once more <laughs> And, Which uh, I love. And season three. Okay. 
Tell me about it. So season one and season two, amazing. Mm. How, and then, I mean, is this spoilers for people who haven't seen it? Yes. It is. Click click away now. Like, yeah, if, if you're interested forward. in following Castlevania, then skip to the chapter. <laughs> yeah. But, as you know, main, 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 huge, huge character that was basically driving the entire plot dies at the end of season two. Yeah. And I recall saying to you... Crazy. Yeah. And I recall saying to you, well, what's going to happen now? Season three, how is it better than I know. the other two seasons? Because it's like dealing with all the fallout that happened in season two. But it's so great. There are so many storylines. Mm-hmm. There's so many little threads to pull on. And it didn't have that before. It was all driven by this one plot. But yeah. now there are all these little subplots going on. There's no kind mm-hmm. of real main storyline. And I am absolutely loving it. Um, new characters. Amazing. So many new characters. I'm obsessed with Lenore. Lenore! She I love her. amazing. Um, she's a British vampire. Of course, mm-hmm. already I'm already like, represent, girl. Um, <laughs> she's so powerful. Yes. Um, she's the diplomat. But I loved that show of power that she did for uh, Hector. Hector. Yeah. I love Hector. I know. He's such a little boy toy for her. She is playing him like a fiddle. She is. But I'm kind of hoping that her intentions are also quite pure. Anyway, let's just don't tell Knowing me. what I know, I'm just like, ooh. Don't, 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 don't <laughs> no, um, no hint. And then obviously I love um, uh, Zypher. She's she's my favorite. Zypher. She, does, she mm-hmm. does have a bit of competition with Lenore, um, but she's still my number one. Um, and I love the introduction of um, Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Um, Saint Germain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. However, it's said Look, in the, in the anime, they they say Saint Germain. So that's what yeah, I'm Saint Germain. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is such a fascinating character. So it's just been the bit where he's gone into the. He had that dream, and he went into the rift, and the fucking like robot. It. what's it called oh, the, the, yeah, the, corridor. the corridor yeah and there was that flipping i sent you a message going like this <laughs> ed from robocop doing here because all of a sudden yeah. there was robots and then it was like inception like yeah, it was an inception with these futuristic buildings and i'm like how what what and he saw this figure of i'm assuming it's a woman but it might not be mm-hmm. um that he's obviously trying to reach and um, oh it is yeah anyway i'm not here to retell the plot but <laughs> believe me when i say it is absolutely outstanding um, yeah. and I am desperate to watch I'm going to finish season 3 tonight I have to, I have to watch <gasps> yes that. it's so good Car- Carmilla yeah. has such a soft spot in my heart I mean don't get me wrong I love Saifa I love Trevor but yeah. like my two favorite characters are probably Carmilla and Alucard yes I thought they were I love Alucard and so I much I thought that I would love Carmilla to the level that you did um, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong I love her I think she's great but there is people I prefer over her, which surprised me. Interesting. Cypher's um, probably that. my third because yeah. I, I do love Cypher. Cypher and Lenore, and you know, I was a, I was a bit of a fan of Hector, but Isaac's actually taken over for Isaac now. Really? Yeah. I do love yeah. Isaac. He's great. He's so he's so so multi layered and interesting. Yeah, I, he I think he has the most character development. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Isaac <gasps> is great. Can't wait to watch it more tonight. <laughs> Anyway, that's my mean news. Apologies to anybody who isn't interested. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. We are. There you go. 
What about you? Okay, so I'll just get this little bit out of the way. Speaking of Castlevania, um, as the time not as the time we're recording this, I'm in the planning stages. But by the time oh. this episode uh, airs, and if you're listening to this, then it's out. <laughs> um, by the time you listen to this, I will have started my season two of Sims Four Big Brother streams, uh, which is really exciting. I'm really excited to get back into some Sims Four Big Brother streams. Can't wait for those. And uh, Alucard and Carmilla are going to be in the Big Brother house this season. So uh, you need to pop on over to the Justin Gray YouTube channel and check out the first episode. If I'm not acting overly excited, it's because I know. Because I have the inside scoop. Yeah, she has the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also, uh, in the house is going to be Utena and Anthe from Revolutionary Girl Utena manga and anime that I'm currently... That's also part of my main news is I'm still working through uh, season two of the Utena anime and I'm almost done. I think I've got like two or three more episodes of season two. Mm. And then I think I've got season three has 15 episodes. So then I'll be working on that. So um, it's still really good. Like it's so funny to me because when I first started watching Utena, I was like, oh, the music is off. Like it's so, you know, out of place and blah, blah, blah. And then like, I'll catch myself in the car and I'll be like, dun, 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 dun. And I'll just like start chanting like in a made up language because I don't know Japanese. And then I'm like, God damn it. It is catchy. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> every time I sing to BTS, I just make my own words. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like uh, when I listen to Blackpink, I've started picking up the words. And so I'm like, yeah, but uh, with Utsun, I'm just like, dun 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 dun. Uh, Yeah, anyway. uh, (laughs) So that's part of my moon news. I talked about Sims for Big Brother. Um, And then my only other bit of moon news is I'm still working my way through volume three of Cardcaptor Sakura. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of trying to savor it because I'm trying to hold out on buying volume four. Um, because uh, we're going out of town this weekend, and I need oh. a little bit extra cash for that. So I'm like, mm, I need to wait on Sakura, even though I want to binge the fuck out of it. So okay. I think I'm still about halfway done with Volume Three. Um, and I fucking love it. It's so good, and I have a feeling that it's going to get a lot more uh layered in the future. Like uh, right now, oh, it's very I... surface level, and it's starting to build upon like there's more going on, and I'm like. Like, oh, what the fuck is this? World yeah, so it's 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 getting really fucking good. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've got for moon news this week. A little light on moon news, but uh, that's fine because we've got this amazing fucking chapter to oh, talk about. Yes. Oh my god! So as Ooh, I said, really excited by I'm today. Fucking jazzed. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm here. Slipped <laughs> a pill in my drink or something. <laughs> <laughs> just a good old Percocet. <laughs> I love it. I actually don't um, know what that is. What is that? <laughs> Um, it's like a, is it a mood stabilizer? Hold on. I'll just Google it. Percocet. Not us Googling Percocets. Um, Percocet. Percocet. Oh yeah, I found it. What is Percocet what is used Percocet? for? Relieve moderate to severe pain. <laughs> <laughs> so not a Percocet. <laughs> 
Um, you know what? Pills. It says it's what got it's say? got it's got an, a, a, a opioids in it. So. Oh well. There you go. Maybe I have had one. No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so today, like I said, we're discussing Act Twenty Two, which is titled "Hidden Agenda Nemesis," and I fucking love this cover art for the chapter. It's very multicolored. It's got yellows, pinks, a little bit of reds, some blues, purples, like little orbs full of stars. Really interesting. And it's Chibiusa on the cover because, you know, she's sort of overtaken as the main character uh, in this, especially in this back half of the arc. She's really becoming like the main character. And she's got flowers in her, pink hair, and she's wearing her candy striper outfit, but she like put a, uh, a, a jacket, a blazer over it. Yes. Gorge. With piping, candy stripe piping. Yeah, a lot like along the trim and stuff. And of course, Luna P's down there bouncing along and she just looks adorable. Luna P. Luna P. So, if you need a little refresher on what happened last time, we pick up right where we left off, as we usually do. Naoka's really good at not uh, not leaving any space in between chapters. You just pick up right where you fucking left off. Um, and uh, Chibiusa was walking through the rift, the, the depths of the rift, time rift, and she came along Wiseman, and he's trying to convince her to join him. He's warping her, her feelings into trying to join the Black Moon. And... Uh, I guess I just got to go straight into voice acting. Oh, yeah. George, hit the filter. So Wiseman says, Now, come to me. Take my hand. Okay. And then uh, then we cut to Sailor Pluto. And she's holding one of the time key. Or she's holding the time key that Chibiusa dropped in the last chapter. And it starts to glow. And she's thinking, small lady? And then we cut back to Wiseman and Chibiusa. And Chibiusa starts shaking Wiseman's hand. An unspoken deal is being made. Yeah. And then as soon as their hands touch, uh, energy starts to glow around them. The uh, The breeze i guess that we've talked about like it's always light and airy in the the time rift uh the winds start to pick up and so much so that like it's affecting pluto and she starts to notice that the wind is picking up and she's thinking this storm the long maintained order has been gone chaos is bearing down on the time rift chaos like i've never seen before small lady something happened to small lady i can feel it danger she's in danger and then she starts to scream for king and demi Stranger danger. Yeah, stranger danger happened. (laughs) That's literally the moral of the story is stranger danger, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um... But uh, the winds knock out Pluto. She like hits her head on the time door and she like knocks her out. Now, I didn't necessarily get this when I read it, but I looked it up before the podcast to see like, did she get knocked out? Did she faint? What happened? Apparently she does get knocked out. So there you go. What knocks her out? The wind. Oh, okay. Like the disturbance in the time rift. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. The disturbance in the force, if you will. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and her garnet rod clangs to the floor. So then we cut to uh, back to the Crystal Palace where, you know, we've got Venus and the cats, Tuxedo Mask and King Endymion. And we cut to this, the library of the Crystal Palace, which you wouldn't think that Usagi would have a library unless it's filled with manga. So it's probably Aww. filled with manga. Um, and Venus is saying, this library is incredible. They have everything, even ancient texts and all the records are stored on microchips. So they've got them the full goosebumps collection 
<laughs> I, I fucking hope so. <laughs> that would be amazing. So uh, then uh, we get this image of the sleeping Neo Queen Serenity. And I guess there's like a uh, King and Demian can sense that something's happening. I'm not really sure. Uh, it doesn't look like she starts to glow, but he starts to like feel, feel that something is amiss. Mm. And he's thinking, what? What was that? A premonition? And then Tuxedo Mask uh, notices that, you know, King and Demian's bothered. Yeah. And he says, your majesty? And Endymion says, I'm going to see Pluto. I feel like something is wrong. And all Tuxedo Mask can think is, did something happen to Chibiusa? So then he chimes in, I'll go with you. And Venus says, wait, I'm coming too. And here's where we get to Marcella's favorite part. Uh, when Endymion says, no, Venus, wait here. We'll be right back. And this this is one of the, this is one of the pictures she sent me. And she was like, what the fuck is this? It's so triggered because they're just like looking over their shoulders and they're just like, no, little girl, you stay here. We'll sort this out. And I was like, what the actual fuck? Just, yeah, I'm yeah. the leader of the Sailor Guardians. I've been holding this shit down. What do you yes, mean? Yes, you combined. Right. Not to mention all of her adventures as Sailor V. Yes. Oh. I've been doing this the longest. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. And then the expression <laughs> on Venus's face when they like, you know. They start to walk off. Her face, yeah. The expression on her face to me is just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> because I, I know, I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because as soon as they leave, Venus is like, ugh, come on. Did I ever strike you as the sitting around and do nothing type? This is so annoying. Yeah. It's like, yes, girl, go the fuck off as you should. <laughs> And then we've got, uh, we cut to the cats, Artemis and Luna, and uh, let's just say, I know they're the cute little heads. Let's just say Artemis, because I don't want to give Luna a voice. Uh, Artemis says, look, Venus, we finally found it, the file on the incident he told us about. Uh, And then Artemis starts to read the file as we get this amazing image of Venus looking absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. I love that drawing of her. Uh, But Artemis says, Death Phantom, believed to be the most heinous criminal to ever to have ever lived a superhuman with unique abilities known as the bestial hands and the evil eye according to this record he single-handedly brought crystal tokyo to ruin turning it into a city of crime it was a dark desolate period of history so pause the evil eye we know Mm -hmm. we've been told that wise men gave the power of an evil eye to demand yes and we know that wise men Mm -hmm. gave the similar bestial type hands to Esmerod. That looked remarkably very, similar to his own. Yeah, looked very much like his own hands. So, could Wiseman be keeping his own secret is the question. Mm. So, And we get this image of like, honestly it looks like a skeletal version of Rubius because of his hair. It does. Oh, yes. That's the first thing I thought of, but it's supposed to be like this yeah. representation of uh, Death Phantom. Uh, so, Artemis continues to explain the enemy may have had special powers but he was still human so the queen couldn't kill him she banished him to the farthest planet of our solar system of him it's possible that nemesis is cursed mm-hmm. by phantom no one was supposed to go near that planet ever again and i love this panel of we get like an animal head super cute uh but he says we've been facing one disaster after another we're fighting this uphill battle and i bet it's all due to that accursed planet yeah, nemesis it's like yeah th- we didn't necessarily need that part of the recap but yeah we yeah. We, we, we'd figured that out three chapters ago. Exactly. So then we cut to the time door in the rift between
between time and space. Looking like the TARDIS. It does look like a TARDIS. Very Doctor Who. If I don't stop getting calls, hopefully y'all can't hear these calls coming through. Anyway, we'll keep that in. Who cares? Uh, So, (laughs) good. I'm glad. So, Endymion comes up to the door and he discovers uh, a passed out Pluto. And he he notices that the wind in the time rift is going fucking crazy. And he's like, Pluto? So he goes up and he, uh, he, Endymion scoops up Pluto and Tuxedo Mask is there just existing. And Tuxedo yeah. Mask says, stay with us. And then Pluto says, King. And she, she can't quite get all her words out. She, she has to give some dot, dot, dots. So then. <laughs> Gotta have those dot, dot, dots. Sorry, I'm just sensing. I, it's, it's my own headcanon, although I know it probably isn't because I think you, you hinted at something. Mm-hmm. But I just sense of this, um, my underlying chemistry was so bad between uh, King and Demi and Pluto. Oh, it's there, bitch. It is, isn't it? And I'm sorry. It is. I, you know what? Yeah, L- let's take a quick pause because I, I'm pretty sure it's canon. Yeah. Did Pluto... Something's gone on between them. Have feelings for Endymion. I'm, I'm typing it one hand. <laughs> but he cares about uh, it as well. Like in a little um, bit more than friend way, although he'd probably never admit it. Can someone explain that this interpretation of Pluto and Endymion's relationship? Yes, internet, come through. Oh, that's about the anime. We don't want that. Oh, no, no. We want the manga. Oh, here we go. Sailor Pluto was in love with King Endymion, future tuxedo mask. Oh, like... Oh, and, and they credit... Like and they credit the uh the manga. There's pictures <gasps> of the manga. She's like this... <gasps> maybe a guard, guardian... Garden? <laughs> guardian version of Beryl, because she was in love with him. Was true, yes. He didn't reciprocate. <gasps> oh, we can't spoil... I can't talk about that because it spoils it. Oh, okay. However, I did read this thing uh recently i don't know why i was reading it or why i stumbled across it but it's um oh it's this amazing site that does like recaps of the the manga chapters and they also do the anime too so it's it's a wonderful site i'll have to send it to you oh please but they were they were talking about at the end of this specific chapter that we're reading uh i guess in like the original print or whatever naoko put like little like author drawings at the end and she would like sort of explain one little fun bit of information about the chapter or the arc or you know whatever whatever yeah. it is. and one thing that she put is she was talking about she d- she doesn't remember how she came up with the idea for the outer uh the outer guardians and by which we mean pluto because it's only pluto obviously yeah there's only one yeah um and she was talking about how uh how pluto's a loner and all this other stuff and uh she meant for her to be somewhat of an adulteress and I was like, so it's it's pretty much canon. That's pretty much canon. And uh, as we go on in the chapters, you'll see some more indications of this claim. So, uh, yeah. So that's good to bring up. It's, I think it's definitely, and you can feel that in the pages when you read it, that there's this chemistry. This can't just be in my head. No, I don't think so at all. So anyway, uh, Tuxedo Mask says, where did this storm come from? What happened? And Pluto says your majesty small lady has disappeared she ran off into the far reaches of space time without a key and tuxedo mask is like <gasps> chibiusa so <laughs> then, <laughs> chibiusa <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Pluto says, the storm is coming from the same direction she went when I lost track of her. Something has happened to her. 
Um, and then we get this like uh, image of Chibiusa as Pluto is continuing continuing to explain. And she says, I felt it. Just for a moment, I felt an intense reaction. Small Lady has undergone some sort of dramatic change. A change powerful enough to generate a storm in space-time. Oh. Yeah. So this must be uh, what uh, they will come to call the Stranger Danger Storm. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. all because of Stranger Danger. <laughs> um, so then Tuxedo Mask says, so Chibiusa disappeared somewhere on the other side of this storm and before he can you know convenes with uh endymion or pluto he just runs into the middle of the rift like a fucking idiot like calm down just yeah pop a pack of something <laughs> <laughs> yeah pop a perky <laughs> so doesn't he, doesn't he usually run away from things like this i know he's usually like hey you can do it and then he just slips into the sideline <laughs> yeah so it's Chibiusa. It's, it's, it's his daughter or well, his future daughter i guess mm. it's endymion's daughter so pluto yells after him and she's like no you can't go that way without a key it's like did you not hear me when i said that she's lost because she doesn't have a time key like yeah. you dumb fuck <laughs> <laughs> but he goes into the stranger danger storm and uh <laughs> Pluto says, you'll never be able to come back. Tuxedo Mask! And we get this image of Tuxedo Mask, like, bearing the storm, and all he can think about is Chibiusa. Yeah. So then we cut to Planet Nemesis specifically usagi and she's it looks like she's on a bed or something i guess she's in yeah. her, is she her, on the, her quarters she's yeah she's probably on her chaise lounge and she's thinking i wonder how long i've been here as we get this image of her hands and the crystal star brooch and then we finally get this image of her face and she's thinking mars mercury jupiter i sense them here i know i did but the signal blinked out just as soon as it came i have a bad feeling about this so because she felt this this pang of no wing that the other guardians are here she starts to wander the black moon castle literally i'm getting another call marcella this is the third call i've gotten in the past 30 minutes is it? do they not I'm know so it's popular. moon day yeah it's moon day i can't be bothered anyway <laughs> so she starts to wander the black moon castle and uh we're, we get some images of the architecture which looks really cool and uh usagi's thinking the black moon castle is like a maze no matter how far i walk i find myself circling the same area where are they? Where are my friends? I know they're in this castle somewhere. And we get this image of, I guess, the outside of the castle that we've seen is like the megaliths, yeah. the, th- mm-hmm. the the trio of megaliths. And uh, she's thinking, this is hard. I feel every step I take is draining all of my power away. So then she starts to hear some people talking, some voices. Um, and she's hiding behind one of the columns in wh- wh- whatever this chamber is. Yeah. And uh, Rubius is talking Ugh. because apparently we need him to speak. <laughs> And he says, where's our noble prince? Off to visit his neo-queen serenity to be. I know he wanted her alive, but this planet is oozing with black crystal energy. She won't last long. I can't believe he's so obsessed with her. He's jealous. He's very jealous. That's exactly what I get from this. The envy is coloring. It should be coloring him green, but I guess maybe that's why he wears camo. (gasps) We unlocked it. it. (laughs) I love our own personal headcanons while we Mm -hmm. read this. Um, anyway, he says, are the other three guardians still alive? And we get this cutaway to Usagi and she's like, <gasps> so she's like, okay, they're going to talk about the guardians. Like I need to listen the fuck up. Yeah. And then we cut to the twink God himself, Saphir. And lo- I just love seeing his jacket. I just love it. It's absolute fashion. Anyway, uh, Saphir says, not for long. We only took them as a means to get getting Sailor Moon. Now we just wait for them to waste away in the chamber of darkness. And Usagi's like, they're alive in the chamber of darkness. 
darkness. And then I love this cutaway panel of her face with like all the black ink blots. Yeah. Like to show her shock. And it says, and they kidnapped them to get to me. I just, I, I love that panel. It's gorgeous. And yeah. I, I just love when Naoko takes like unconventional sort of like painting and to like to portray yeah, it is a really cool technique. Yeah. No, I agree completely. She doesn't yeah. Like it, it, she could have just had a shocked expression, couldn't she? But it's it says added details that add to exactly, that. yeah. So it's like he's thinking that's terrible. Like we're just objects to them. Well, so then, a woman and men, and I don't want to. Uh, uh, <laughs> yep, there it get is. On, get on that. Uh, Not much has changed in uh, ten centuries, I see. <laughs> um, but Saphir says none of us want to go anywhere near that dungeon, and Rubia says, "Well, that makes sense. I mean, I know there's no doors to that stone." cell so there's no way the guy in there is still alive but it gives me the creeps the way his corpse hasn't decomposed at all it makes me think that anything could happen in there and we get the the cutaway that we've seen before of like the the inky sort of image of the guy in his cell that of course died there but he still somehow can drain the guardian's energy Mm -hmm. it's very peculiar what this black crystal can do so Saphir says i really don't like that stone cell we should try we should destroy it and the whole dungeon with it but rubius is not having this bullshit he says what are you so afraid of my dude <laughs> he doesn't say I, mean, my he doesn't. Head, I was like please say my dude <laughs> <laughs> I read your mind <laughs> I, when I read it last night I read it like that <laughs> Deep, really <laughs> yeah I love and it. I was thinking oh I hope he says it and he did <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, he continues to say, I don't know what the big deal was back then, but from what I heard, it was ages ago they put him in there. This planet is more dangerous. Or no, I think that's Saphir. So that's yeah. what Rubia says. And then Saphir says, this planet is more dangerous than I thought. I'm starting to think that it has a will of its own. We may be nothing but pawns ma- manipulated to do its bidding. It's like, oh, I- maybe you're onto something, Saphir. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Leave it to the gay to understand things. Oh, yes. Honestly. So then we cut back to is soggy and so remember she's still hearing this but um as she said earlier she feels like her energy is still being drained just from being inside the castle yeah she's thinking they're being kept in the dungeon in the chamber of darkness but she starts to succumb to the energy's drainage and she starts to slip down the column and who should walk up but of course demand demand happens upon usagi and he picks her up you know because consent what's that in the black moon castle and uh uh, then we cut to uh, Tuxedo Mask in the t- in the time rift. You know, he's still yes. trying to make his way to find Chibiusa. And uh, as he's looking for uh, Chibiusa, there's this cutaway to Usagi. And as she says, Mamo, but he doesn't really react a whole lot to it. No, he's just Chibiusa. Just yeah, he's got Chibiusa on the brain. He's forgotten about the love of his life. Yeah, I'm not. I'm in a bad mm-hmm. place with him again. <laughs> It's like a roller coaster, this the our feelings with Mamaru. <laughs> yeah. So he screams Chibiusa, and keep in mind he has the cracked Moonrod in his hand, which was birthed from the love he has for Musagi. So uh, maybe you should take that as a token of remembrance for Usagi. But you know, who am I? Um, so he screams Chibiusa, and the moon, the cracked Moonrod in his hand starts to glow. And meanwhile, Usagi starts to feel this energy from Mamaru, and she's like, "Mamo!" And as Demand is putting Usagi down like on a bed which no 
uh he like goes to touch her and the energy i guess the the representation of their love mamoru and usagi's love uh like stops him from touching her yeah it's really interesting like an energy zap barrier sort of zap Yeah. yeah yeah And like an was, ele- electrified chastity belt, <laughs> which it should be. <laughs> Seems like Mumra could use one. Seriously. So Usagi wakes up from this, and we get this panel of Demand looking shocked as shit. And Usagi's got the crystal brooch in her uh, in her hand, and she's like, she says, "Don't touch me." And then she's thinking, hold it together, Usagi. You can't die now. Not without seeing him again. So she's ready to hold no punches. She doesn't give a fuck that she passed out in the main chamber. Mm -hmm. She immediately asks Demand, where are my friends? How do I get to your dungeon? And Demand just says, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I doubt they're still alive. And she's like, they are alive and I'm going to find them. And she just runs in the opposite direction. And he lets her, which I think is also very interesting. Because you would think that he would want to keep her secluded from them because what if they uh band together with their powers i guess he has that much faith in the crystal the black crystal imagine if that were to happen (laughs) (laughs) so then we cut back to the main chamber uh and we got saphir and i don't know how to say these names i know i'm ill prepared today i should have known how to say these. i was trying last night and i couldn't so let's look it up uh vanity vanity yeah that's what i was gonna say um but the other one i'm i know i know i'm gonna look it up really quick how to pronounce because okay italian it looks italian so i'm gonna go with italian i'm not gonna do the accent venati this is venati oh okay i can get down with that Um, yeah so we got venati um how to pronounce i know they just love when we google stuff yeah how to pronounce it also help if i could spell (laughs) with one hand aqua tiki That's what it looks like. It looks like aqua tiki. Not aquatic. Aquatic eye. I don't know. Aquatic eye. Aquatic eye. Maybe it is aquatic. Oh, I kind of. I'm kind of on board with aquatic eye. Yeah, I like. I'm I'm still plugging it into Google. Oh, they pop up. Aquatic eye, and I've already forgotten how to say the V. Uh, Veniti. 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 I'm gonna write it down. Ven a t and wait. What did we say for the other one? (laughs) Aquatic Aquatic eye. Or aquatic key. I like our pronunciation better. Fuck the internet. I don't, I don't need to know anymore. We came up with our own. Yeah. All right. So anyway, sorry. We cut to Saphir and he's in the chamber. And if you remember, in the middle of this chamber is like swirling black crystal energy. And he looks into the inner, the column of energy and he says, Vinity, aquatic eye. Sorry. I don't know why it's so hard for me to say these names. Um, and these two female sort of energy apparitions swirl in the column. They look and like a smoke monster from Fern Gully. They do. They do the look like little smog nymphs. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, smog nymphs. I love that. Uh, I love that. They both say, Lord Saphir. And he says, you know, it isn't easy to create complete droids like you two. It takes a tremendous amount of energy. I like you droids. You never upset my plans and you'll never betray me. 
So then we cut to, of course, Usagi, and she stumbles back into this main chamber, and she sees uh, Saphir at the column, and she's thinking, what is this place? But Saphir notices her entry, and he says, well, if it isn't the beautiful ruler, Neo-Queen Serenity in the making, welcome to the core of Nemesis, the beguiling Black Crystal Reactor. So that's where we are. We're at the Black Crystal Reactor. And he says, this reactor is the one place on this isolated place that opens to the outside world. You and your friends came to Nemesis through here. This is also the point from which we sent our droids to the past to carry out our grand plan. And it's like, it's like, <gasps> they're planning to rewrite history. And oh, Saphir he's gonna, says, he's going to explain, isn't he? He's going to do the monologue. Yeah, he's going to do his villain monologue, as all good villains it. do. And he says, the power of the beguiling black crystal, magnificent, isn't it? But we are essentially harboring a bomb. This planet hasn't matured into a stable phase yet. My brother doesn't understand understand how dangerous that is it takes an enormous amount of energy to travel through time and make droids we don't even know how the system works but we're forcing the planet to give us its energy by accelerating its nuclear fusion we could lose control of it at any second just like my brother and we get these images of uh usagi and saphir just like doing a stare down basically he just doesn't understand why his brother's into this woman or women in general yeah because he's like this never would have happened if we called the planet nemesis Never. So then we get this image of Saphir and a smaller image of Demand. And Saphir says, he's volatile. He's constantly letting his impulses undermine our plans. Firing a black crystal into the earth and turning it into a dead planet wasn't part of the plan. And we get this cutaway of exactly that. The the black crystal being plunged into the earth in 30th century. And then uh, Saphir says, I'd like to ask your forgiveness. And Usagi looks, yeah, Usagi looks rocked to her core. Maybe even her black crystal core dare i say oh. and uh but Saphir's not done with his villain monologue and he says maybe when wiseman appeared that day maybe we shouldn't have followed him so blindly maybe we should never have come here to this accursed planet an invincible stone that absorbs light and energy converting it to negative power which it uses to warp time and space i never imagined such a stone could exist and then we get flashback because we didn't get enough last chapter <laughs> So we cut away, and this flashback is mainly between Demand and Wiseman, assumably sort of the first encounters um, of them, yeah. because we saw the flashback of when Wiseman first appeared to the the group of four of them, and yes. he was like, if you really want power, you need to go to Nemesis. So it's a little bit after that, assumingly. And Demand is saying, has the day finally come for everything to fall into our grasp? And, oh, more voice acting. <clears throat> Wiseman says, yes, not just, wait, what's the line? <laughs> He said it right. <laughs> he says, yes, not just that beautiful planet. The whole universe will be ours. But one more, wait, but one thing may stop us. The mystical silver crystal. As long as it exists, we can never truly gain invincible power. That stone is the one thing with power enough to rival the beguiling black crystal. Destroy it. Erase it from this world. And there we go. Okay. I fumbled a little bit, but you know what? It's because I used my hand and my hands are full of the book because it's the first chapter so that's why i was struggling is because i'm used to mm-hmm. like using my hands to act 
I was like, I don't. Perfect. Well, thank you. I was like, I don't have my hands. I can't get into Wiseman's uh, mindset. Oh, anyway. love it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, demand says the mystical silver crystal. Eh, I I think I'd like to just fuck me. Take two. The mystical silver crystal. Eh, I think I'd like to see just how powerful that stone really is. If I attack her planet, the queen is sure to show herself, silver crystal in hand. And then we get this flashback panel of Saphir being like, brother. So he he's like, you're talking fucking crazy. But I'm, loving, the- I'm loving the whole building with these flashbacks and things. Oh, oh me too. Just more, uh, getting more um, of the, the information. Exactly. Thanks, Luna. Not. <laughs> she had nothing to do with it. She had nothing to do with it, yeah. So Demand says, and what better opportunity to see the overwhelming might of the beguiling black crystal? So then we cut back to the present, and Usagi's thinking about, you know, the explosion of Crystal Tokyo, and she's... yeah. Super horrified. And doesn't it look like he grasps her hand? It looks like Saphir like reaches over and grasps her hand, which is Yeah, because she's holding um her brooch. Right. And it looks like he takes hold of her hand that's holding the brooch, but more in a kind of I don't know, not in a like he's a, trying to grab it. No, and more like a please Just accept my forgiveness me. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Mm-hmm. So then Saphir says, my brother has been possessed by this planet and its beguiling black crystal. No one can stop him now. As we advance Operation Replay on the Earth of the Past, history will begin to take a different course. It will create distortions in the 30th century, leading to more and more disasters. It's dangerous. Dangerous for us, for the planet Nemesis, for the Earth, for everything. And Mm -hmm. I love this image of when he says it's dangerous because it looks like a close-up of a shit ton, like a million snakes. Yeah, it does. It looks just like a million snakes coiled around each other it's terrifying that's that what danger kind of, looks like yeah it's that whole temptation isn't it yeah Ooh, i love that okay mm. metaphor love it mm. so then Saphir says i need you to warn everyone <laughs> and Isaga says me warn everyone but how and then Saphir calls upon his smog nymphs from the black crystal energy column and he says vanity aquatic eye and they start to swarm around usagi and she's she's a little nervous She's like, hmm, I don't know if I trust this. See, now at this stage, before we turn the page, mm-hmm. I was thinking, is this is this a redemption? I know! Because when I was reading it last night, I was like, oh my god, Saphir! I was like, they redeemed and like, him. I am, and we know how much I love a redemption story. Yeah. And I was, my heart was filling up. I know, same. I, I, and then I flipped the page and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then I was like, oh. Well, it's over. Well, it's over. Yeah, because uh, Usagi was right to be nervous because yeah. Vinity and Aquatic Eye uh, pin her down to the ground very hard. And then, yeah, not in a good way. No, not in a good way. And then Saphir uh, gets down on the floor and starts to choke Usagi. And he says, through the death of the invincible Guardian Sailor Moon. <laughs> yes, not, no, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no genuine pony playing in the background. It's not a good time. It's not. Uh, so then he says, no Bruno we, Mars. No Bruno Mars, leave the door open. Nope, none of it. <laughs> so Saphir says, we will use this reactor to go to the Earth of the past to create a new history. We're going to a new future. I couldn't care less what happens to your 30th century or this planet, and I certainly don't care what happens to you. It's your fault my brother lost his mind. It's your fault all of our plans have been ruined. You horrible woman. It's like, oh shit. He's saying this shit. He says, you and your mystical silver crystal throw history off course 
just by existing. And then he oh. reaches up and he has what looks like a shard of black crystal. Yes. And he says, die. Okay. And he's about to swing it into Usagi's. It looks like her fucking head and not even her chest. Yeah, I know, I know. Straight for her fucking And I'm head. just like, well, this escalated quickly because... <laughs> Seriously! <laughs> I honestly thought we were getting a redemption. And yeah, we, we weren't, basically. Nope. It, it, it's You know what? I blame Chibiusa... Because if she hadn't wandered off, if she had learned Stranger Danger, this none of yeah. this would happen. I'm I just gonna. Say <laughs> I you don't know, know why. Hey, Mamaru, we should. <laughs> I honestly don't know why yet, but somehow I'll twist it in my head that it's his fault. You know what? I'll buy it. I won't even rent it. I'll buy it. Yeah. So, um, Usagi's thinking, horrible woman, mm-hmm. me. She's like, not yeah, me. She's thinking, am I the villain? I'm not the villain. <laughs> he just doesn't like, he's just, he just doesn't like women. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So she clenches onto her crystal star brooch. And I love this. We get like a, a side-by-side cutaways of Venus <sighs> and Mamaru. As yeah. Usagi's thinking, this is all happening because of me. And then Neo Queen Serenity, the crescent, <laughs> the crescent mark on Neo Queen Serenity's forehead inside of her crystal coffin starts to glow. Oh yeah. And because her power starts to emit, the crystal star brooch starts to glow. That's in Usagi's hand. Yes. And right as Saphir is about to swing down the black shard of crystal, he's like, "What the? What's this light?" And then we cut away to Wiseman because Wiseman can even feel this light. So yeah. this this light is super super intense and Wiseman says this light (laughs) 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 I couldn't I couldn't get the word out sorry (laughs) take two this light bright enough to reach us here in the rift a a light this strong can only be and that's it that's all he says I'm really struggling with my Wiseman yeah it's basically a da 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 it's not but it is great thank you so then uh as wiseman is experiencing this light he hears yes wiseman from behind him and we don't know who it's from and this person says this is the power of the mystical silver crystal (laughs) if you're going if you're going to nemesis let me join you and it looks suspiciously like the same image we saw in usagi's dream leading mamaru away yeah that's she's got got a draped over yeah draped over him possessively uh she's got a dongos you, you can only see like a grayed out form but she's got a dongos and long flowing hair so not sure what that means i know but don't her don't they look like little rabbit ears you know what they kind of do but you know what that can't be a coincidence <laughs> anyway <Right>. so <laughs> not us beating around the bush um so then usagi starts to feel all this crazy energy around her and she says i don't believe it there's power flowing into me power that wasn't there before and now maybe here so she she throws up the crystal star brooch because she thinks that she can transform and before she can even fucking transform just the sheer power that's emanating from the crystal star brooch kills vanity and aquatic eye gone yeah, sorry sorry ladies they didn't have much hair they didn't i i love that I, I again i think it was just a show like i've said before that like every one of every one of the core four has had like underlings yeah. underneath them and i think it's just supposed to really show the prowess and power of the black moon clan I feel I like think they, were the a bit of an a- they were a bit of an afterthought they were like oh shit i forgot to include fear do you know what i mean oh yeah i totally get that oh like oh shit okay let me just quickly write right in these two smoke yeah. months and then smoke 
Rams. I love it. It's so good. But yeah, it, it does sort of feel like an afterthought. But that being said, I'm glad it's included because Saphir yeah. deserves to have lackeys just like everyone else. Oh, definitely. And despite uh, all of them having lackeys underneath them, let's be real. Even though he's the worst of the Black Moon clan, Ruby's had the best. The Supernatural sisters are the best. They're awesome. I know. Why? I know. It sucks. But anyway, <laughs> I, honestly, it makes more sense for them to be under Esmerod, in my personal opinion. Yeah, it does for me, too. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I didn't see this. Uh, she's thinking this reactor, she's thinking back to when Saphir said, this reactor is the one place on this isolated planet that opens up to the outside world. Yes. Um, and then she's like, I can transform. So she says, moon crystal power, makeup, and she does indeed transform into Sailor Moon. And we get this really cool transitional panel of her transforming, which we haven't seen in a while. So I like that little addition. Appreciate it. Oh, Yes. So then uh, we cut to this image of Demand and Rubius uh, as the castle starts to shake, which I love that I'm this upcoming part is so fucking badass. I'm so ready. Um, Demand says she transformed, but that's impossible. And then there's this image of Sailor Moon with like, it looks like flames are behind her, but it's just the, the light is like swirling around her. Look at her eyes though. I know they're like overcome with like sheer power. That's sort of what I, imagine because they're not they're not drawn in they're just blank yeah. but the, i just like she's just like full just of light. power yeah Emanate. yeah emanating <laughs> emanating, emanating. Yeah. i know what you meant <laughs> so it's the percocet it's the percocet god <laughs> um so then we get this image of her brooch um and it starts to glow and then we get this image of ami ray and makoto oh, which is interesting finally. i know so then we cut back to sailor moon now and she's in the, the uh the chamber the core chamber if you remember and like the moon castle is starting to deconstruct because of how powerful uh like all the energy that swirled around her for her to transform was like that's yeah. how powerful this bitch is yes. so she's thinking to herself now where are they and she reaches down and she touches the floor of the castle and is thinking where is the dungeon where is the chamber of darkness and then she she starts to feel it kind of like mamaru's psychometry powers which i think is really interesting yeah she touches you yeah, touching the floor it's a very similar way and she's In the thinking, way that he touched the earth and knew that it was yeah exactly mm. so she says down deep underground in the deepest deepest depths of this planet and then she gets an image of them and she's like there they are so she she found them with this power and she says mars mercury jupiter you're all there wake up wake up and she the the ground underneath her hand because like i said she's got her hand on the ground searching for them using this power the fucking floor underneath her hand starts to shake and shatter yeah like that's how much power this bitch is harnessing and then we get this image of the entire floor in front of her hand like a fucking it takes off like a fucking i don't even know like a jet like very world shaking vibes it is yeah not that we know what that is yeah we don't know what that is um, it's very it's, it's she creates a rift doesn't she yeah in she floor. in the floor yeah like she starts to crack the floor with her like a, energy a quake yes quake that's the perfect way it's like this energy quake yeah perfect and we cut to demand and he's like what the fuck <laughs> 
But then we cut to the girls who have been missing all, I almost said season. I mean, this is season two of our podcast. Yeah. All season yeah. long. And we see Ami, Ray, and uh, Makoto. And they've all got like exclamation points above their heads. And they're like Sailor Moon. And their uh, eyes are wide open. Eyes are wide open. But Ami is the one who's afflicted the most, it looks like. She's still kind of struggling. And uh, Ray and, let's just say Ray. Ray says, Sailor Moon, where are you? But they still hear Mar- uh, Sailor Moon hollering Mars, Mercury, and Jupiter. And Jupiter is thinking, I feel it. This is Sailor Moon's power. And a lot of it. What happened? And then we once again cut away to the, the corpse that's in the chamber with them. And the skulls at the bottom, adorning the bottom of the panel. Mm. And energy swirling around him. And then Ray says, Sailor Moon, where are you? And uh, Makoto says, our transformations came undone. Or no, that's still Ray. I apologize. Our transformations came undone. We can't get out of here. And then Jupiter is struggling. And she's like, hang in there, Ami. Because Ami is just fucked up right now. Yeah. And then Sailor Moon's closing her eyes, communicating with them, I guess, telepathically. Like, the bitch has got all kinds of powers now. And she says, try it again. I'll help. Transform. Now. I just love how, like, suddenly, like, demanding and brave Usagi is as Sailor Moon. I know. I'm getting chills. I just get so much, like, badass boss energy from her all of a sudden and I'm like I know. I'm, I'm kind of fucking here for it and the fact that the next part the fact that they don't even fucking hesitate like they trust her that much they just yeah, I know it's they do beautiful it. Oh, yeah, because we get I this. I know it's so good. We get this image of all three girls, and then Mako says Jupiter star power. Ami says Mercury star power, and of course Ray says Mars star power. They all scream makeup, and they inst. Not only do they instantly transform, but they are instantly teleported to Usagi through her powers. Who is? Oh, look at that though. Look at this picture. This picture of her is. She's got her hand still on the ground, and she is tearing up the earth because she's trying to summon the guardians to her oh just just for a second right just a pause just yes going back to the very first handful of acts would you have ever seen this coming absolutely not i know amazing like to see usagi coming into her own not only her own but her own powers like for her to wield her powers this way in such a cataclysmic like fuck you i'm going to get my friends back and I'm going to fucking destroy you. I know. I'm going to tear this place to pieces. Literally. And I know that uh, this meme has been going around for fucking ever, but this is very much the same, the energy of the meme that I get, which is that Sailor Moon meme where it's like, Sailor Moon in the 90s anime, we can be friends, please come to the side of good. And it's like manga slash crystal, Sailor Moon is like, die bitches. And it, <laughs> yeah. it's exactly what it is. Usagi's like, yeah. oh, you're dedicated to evil? Okay, then you're gonna fucking die. <laughs> like, she, she's not here to fucking redeem you. You've gotta earn your redemption, or you're gonna die. Yeah, you had your chance. Exactly, exactly. Love it. But yeah, this panel, uh, like I said, all the girls are, like, trying to uh, like touch down on the ground, but Usagi's tearing it up, and I just, it's so fucking cool. That picture has to be on Sailor Manga Pod. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put a note of that. So, anyway, uh, 
then we cut to Venus and Venus is like, <gasps> Sailor Moon? Mars, Mercury, Jupiter. So I'm assuming she's seeing this from the command center yes. of uh, Crystal, the Crystal Palace. Yeah, I think she like, has a kind of premonition of it as well because they're also connected at this stage. Yeah, it kind of, it does look like this little cutaway looks like her feeling the energy shift from Sailor yeah. Moon. So then we cut to Rubius and Saphir and Rubius is like, I don't fucking believe it! A girl? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's very that energy. And Demand says, she accomplished all that? What power? Wiseman. So it kind of seems like he's gonna reprimand Wiseman for not prepping him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Wiseman, God, so much voice acting. Okay, so Wiseman appears, shimmers into the area, and he says, yes, my prince, I am here. <laughs> there you go. And uh, uh, Rubia says, what the, what's with the giant black shadow? Because as Wiseman appears, there's like this black blackness uh, forming behind him. It's like taking shape of its own. Very reminiscent of Queen Metallia. V- very reminiscent of Metallia. And y'all should uh, keep that in mind for the future. Maybe <laughs> foreshadowing. Who knows? Oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing! <laughs> um, so then Wiseman says... <laughs> Marvelous. So this is the the might of the mystical silver crystal to cross over time and space and still unleash such power, utterly unhindered by the negative energy of the beguiling black crystal. And then this image of the four guardians, it, I just fucking love it because as Wiseman is saying this, Wiseman's robe, we get to see into his robe a little bit more and he's got like the starburst eyes. His eyes yeah. are just like bursts of light. Mm. And then the four guardians are uh, in their stances and Sailor Moon's like getting up off the ground. But Ju- I just love seeing like Jupiter's uh, rose belt and her antennas extended. It just looks fucking cool. So then uh, Demand says, a formidable power indeed. I can see why people fight over it. Why it attracts so much strife and misery. And Usagi thinks that's bullshit. It is. <laughs> She says, but it doesn't. The mystical silver crystal exists to maintain harmony. It brings love and peace. If you hadn't believed his twisted ideas, if you hadn't given in to evil, there would have been there would have never been any strife. We'd all be living in peace and harmony. Open your eyes. And as she says that, her her moon crescent starts to glow. And she says, the way you're using the black crystal is wrong. It's dangerous. And then as she's doing this speech, this uh wispy image of Neo Queen Serenity starts to materialize behind her, sort of like echoing her powers and yeah. echoing her words, really. Yeah, and they're joining. It's like they're joined as one. It's like, like, this is me yeah. now. This is who I'm gonna be. And, you know, they're connected. Yeah, exactly. And we cut away to the girls being like, Sailor Moon? No, that's Neo Queen Serenity? And then Demand says, love, peace, mere fantasies. The silver crystal is what brings doubt and hatred into the world. That crystal is the root of all evil. Isn't that right, Wiseman? Oh, son, you've been played. You have, like a fucking fiddle, like a xylophone. Mm-hmm. And Wiseman says, of course. <laughs> Hidden within that stone is a magnificent power. The power to call forth disaster. Take that stone and its 
wondrous power for yourself. Do not let the word their words deceive you. Destroy them, my prince. And fucking Usagi, that fucking look on her face in that next panel. Yeah. Frame it. Fucking frame it. Because she looks like she is has taken everybody's shit, and this is her fucking snapping point. I love it so mm-hmm. much. And Come what does fucking... Yeah. What does Usagi say? She says, you can never kill me. And Demand is like, he's hit with this, and he's like, oh, you fucking bitch. <laughs> that, like, that's the energy he's giving off. Mm-hmm. But before anything can happen just, just now, the Black Moon cloud Castle starts to crumble like it's fucking shaking like it's it's gonna come down because sailor moon's power has basically broken the foundation of the castle yeah and so we see images of this and rubia says if we stay here we're all gonna die and so he starts to run off and Saphir's like rubius and the black crystal core reactor is starting to there's a lot of lots of energy swirling around it it's like it's basically hinting that it's becoming sort of unstable. Yeah. And Wiseman says, "You would run away." And Rubius hears this and he turns back around and he's like, "Yeah, sorry. Uh I don't really see the point in dying here." My dude. My dude. Oh, oh sorry. I'll read that again. Yeah, dude. Sorry. I don't really see the point in dying here. That's what he says. <laughs> he's got a point to be fair. Yeah, I mean, self-preservation we'll is a valid reason. I like I totally get it. Yeah, 100%. But then we hear coward from the background from behind Wiseman. That was the other bit I sent you. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and it's the same womanly image of the girl in the dongos with her flowing hair. And Rubius is like, huh? And he's thinking, what the, who's there? What is that black shadow? And we notice that the black shadow that was forming behind Wiseman was this womanly, shadowy figure. Yeah, it's starting to like, take more shape now. Yeah, it's starting to become more visible. And as all good villains, she's got her legs crossed. And she's like yeah. got her her arms on her knees and she's like propping up her head with her hand. And uh Rubia says, I'm not falling for your tricks anymore. I know you've been using us. What are you after? Show us who you really are, Wiseman. Which Ooh. honestly, he, again, he has a fucking point. He has a point, but my God, that's yeah. That that's, point's not gonna last much longer. That's asking for it. <laughs> yeah, because Wiseman says, Fool! And he reaches out one of the bestial hands, very reminiscent of the hands that Esmeralda had. So, yeah. I mean, confirmed they came from Wiseman, and Wiseman has them back. And he wraps the bestial hands around Rubius's throat and starts to strangle him and probably absorb his power at the same time, which we sort of saw last chapter. Yeah. And Rubius is like, Prince! But before he can even get his words out, uh, Rubius bursts in flames. <laughs> It, like, starts to fucking... It, that's what it looks like. We get this skeletal, scary oh, yeah. image of his melting face with the bestial hand, and it looks like he's been set on fucking fire. Yeah, he fucked up. And then the womanly, shadowy figure in the background is laughing. <laughs> and... Yeah, he <laughs> he. And then we cut to uh, the outside of the Blackman castle, the castle, and it's it basically is just showing that, like, now's the time. It's going fucking down. We're yelling timber. So then we get the image of Sailor Moon, Jupiter, Mars, Mercury, and you know they're they're like, okay, this place is coming down. We got Saphir looking worried that he's gonna die, and Sailor Moon says, "Come on, girls, we'll combine our powers to get out of here." And Ami, we'll just say Ami because she hasn't had enough screen time. Yeah, she says Sailor Moon, we can't. How would we? And uh, Sailor Moon reveals uh, a space time key, the one that Pluto gave her previously, and she's thinking, Pluto, I'll use every bit of power 
power I have. Pluto, guide us. And so as the key starts to glow and the energy starts to work, uh, Demand is like, absolutely not. So he starts to activate his evil eye and he says, you think I'd let you leave? Think again. And as he starts to um, harness his evil eye power, um, at the same time, Sailor Moon's trying to leave. But uh, before Demand can get him, their combined powers works and the Sailor Guardians disappear out of Black Moon Castle. And Demand is pissed. He's so fucking pissed. But he's got other things to worry about because, again, the Black Moon Castle is fucking crumbling. And it's crumbling all around Saphir. And he's like, brother! Mm -hmm. And there's uh, what looks like it happens because there's like a big flash. To me, it kind of seems... Oh, and there's an explosion. I think the reactor sort of blew up. I do too. I think that's what happened. But more on that, I guess, at a later chapter because... Oh, bless you. Get it all out before we get to this amazing part. I know. Because we cut back to Wiseman and the womanly form behind him. And Wiseman says, Sailor Moon managed to escape our planet. Formidable indeed. No matter. I have no doubt you will return to me. And he's he's swirling his bestial hands across the crystal ball. And who is in the ball but Tuxedo Mask. Mm. And he says, You and your silver crystal. <laughs> Ooh, that laugh was good. Good me. No, I'm loving the laughter. <laughs> and we get this image of the womanly form behind him and she starts to smile Uh, but we don't linger on her too long because then we cut to tuxedo mask who has been absolutely useless the entire chapter looking for yeah what has he done just run through a storm blindly yelling chibiusa that is it that's literally it we're literally about to cut to two panels of him yelling chibiusa yeah he just is yelling chibiusa the the stranger danger storm is in full effect just flowing like leaves and debris all over the place what looks like crunched up tissues for some reason yeah yeah it kind of does it definitely mm-hmm. doesn't look like flowers for once. No. <laughs> um, but he's thinking, Tuxedo Mask is thinking, where am I? Chibiusa, answer me! And then he looks down and he sees the the cracked moon rod and he's thinking, Usako, which it's about time he started thinking about her, so thank you. Yeah. And he says, please give me strength. Chibiusa, where did you go? Chibiusa, Usako! Mm-hmm. And then he starts to hear <laughs> laughter, womanly laughter in the background. And then he hears, over here, yes, <laughs> this way. Like a siren call. Yes. Oh, siren's the perfect way to fucking describe it. So he's shocked by this, and he turns around, and he we get a more close up image of this this figure we've been seeing the entire chapter, and it looks. Are, are we gonna? Are we gonna say it? <laughs> are, we, are we gonna? I say think it? at this. I mean, if people haven't figured it out at this stage, it okay. It looks like a adult version of Chibiusa. That's what it looks like. But she has a black moon crescent. She does indeed have a black moon crescent on her forehead yeah so uh maybe something happened when uh chibiusa shook wiseman's hands <gasps> because uh this looks just like her and she's got like her eyes aren't drawn you know to show she's evil it's either if your eyes aren't drawn it's either you're super powerful right yeah. now or you're evil mm. <laughs> and we've gotten both in this chapter oh, that good so this this chibiusa lookalike says see I'm right here. Come on, this way. Uh-huh. And she, she reaches for Tuxedo Mask's hand, and he's just sort of stunned, like kind of like you said, the siren thing. Like he's not really thinking of him for himself. He's just sort of going along with it. Yeah. And 
and uh, as he does, the the um shit. What, what's it called? The moon rod. Oh, the moon rod. Yes, thank you. The moon rod starts to glow. Yeah, but he's oblivious at this stage. He he's under the spell, the siren spell, one hundred percent. So then we cut to Venus, uh, Pluto, and Endymion. They're all in the rift. And Venus is thinking, Sigler Moon! But as she's thinking this, uh, Pluto's garnet rod starts to glow. And she hears someone saying her name, saying Pluto. And we get these images of Pluto being like, what? Like, she doesn't know what's happening. And so then we get this, a bright light appears, and we get this image of, of course, all the Sailor Guardians, and they're yelling, Venus! And then look how f- I just like want to cry by how fucking cheerful Venus looks. Like seeing her friends again, she just looks so fucking cute. And she she says, "Sailor Moon, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter." And then Sailor Moon. We've, we've said it many uh-huh. times. I feel like people are going to get bored of us saying it. But how much more do you love Venus? Literally, I, we were just texting last night talking about it. Like I don't know what it is about us doing this reread for the podcast, but I've been falling so much more in love with venus like and if you've been following the sailor manga twitter like i've been posting like just standalone yeah. images of of minako because it's basically a minako stan account <laughs> because i'm just loving her so fucking much like i can't believe that my first read through i just sort of like passed off venus to like oh she's there um, yeah same but but she's now like, she's like almost the heart of this especially this arc she's like yeah. the heart of this arc and i am so sorry to Minako, I, I absolutely adore you. You are no longer my <laughs> favorite guardian. Sorry, Ami, you took the role. Um, but <laughs> but I am fucking loving Minako, and I think that when we finally get our eternal editions of Coding Sailor V, I think we're just going to fall that much more in love with Minako. Oh yeah, it's going to erupt at that point. And I'm fucking excited to see it. <laughs> I'm so ready. It's um yeah, it's going to be Minako manga. <laughs> Minako manga. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to have to rename it. Because I feel like this is controversial. I don't know if it's the wine (laughs) (laughs) combined with the Percocet. Not the Percocet. But she might be my number two. (gasps) Venus? Really? I feel like she might be. (gasps) I love that. She's not mine. I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit just yet. Because, you know, you've got to play the field a bit. Yeah. Once we do our complete, like, once we're completely done, we'll have to do, like, a special episode. Like, we'd already planned on doing like a series wrap-up episode we'll have to see if any of our feelings have changed about like i mean at least in this arc she's she's number two oh yeah now that i can get behind i'm there with you overall who knows who knows knows? what i mean it's a roller coaster of emotions but this arc hands down she's my number two agreed she's fucking incredible anyway Anyway. (laughs) we just had to have a little side moment for mina yeah we just had to have a mean mean a moment mean a moment yeah that's great (laughs) So then we get this adorable image of a close-up of Usagi, but uh, Jupiter, Mars, and Mercury are in the background too. And Usagi says, Venus, it was Neo Queen Serenity. Actually, I don't think she's saying that. Actually, maybe she maybe she is. Yeah. Okay, so she says, Venus, it was Neo Queen Serenity. I didn't know if we'd ever make it back, but she gave me this unbelievable power. And and 
Venus interrupts. She's like, I always knew you would come back to us. And Minako in that fucking panel. I can't get over <laughs> it. She's fucking adorable. Ugh. Anyway, Endymion hears this and he says, the queen gave you power? But Usagi is hit with a psychic jolt. She's like, <gasps> because she's she's starting to feel the glow again from the moon rod. Yeah. And uh, Pluto, Venus, and Endymion are looking at her like, what's wrong? And we see this image of Tuxedo Mask running with Moonrod. Like, this is what Usagi is seeing. Yes. Uh, in the rift. And then this blank look on Sailor Moon's face. She's like, Tuxedo Mask and Chibiusa, um, where are they? And then we get this bottom panel of Tuxedo Mask with the Chibiusa lookalike. And we cut back to Pluto and says, Sailor Moon, small lady disappeared into the far reaches of space-time. Tuxedo Mask went after her and was lost in the storm. And Usagi looks like she's about to throw up from panic. And yeah. that's actually how we end this amazing, absolute maverick of a chapter. Yeah. I fucking love it. I feel like it's my favorite one so far. It's 100% my favorite. Absolutely my favorite, hands down, that we've gotten yeah. to so far. It, yeah, it, it has to be. Just got, got everything, hasn't it? And the, it does. And the fact that we finally get the Guardians back, like, oh, I mean, I it's definitely gotta be a highlight just for just for that fucking notion yeah but anyway uh <laughs> we'll stop beating around the bush what was your favorite part marcella i don't know i feel like i need to calm down for a second. <laughs> um now actually one of my favorite parts i don't feel like i can officially say <laughs> you know what i'm talking oh is it a headcanon moment it's something that we know it's something that we know. officially happened okay oh well yeah of course um so yeah um i'd say in reverse order okay um, in reverse order um just seeing the guardians reawaken yes oh. which just you, you know you don't know what you've got until it's gone until it's gone and just yeah <laughs> just like they're back and you realize how much you miss them um mm-hmm. the teams reunited exactly just, yeah loved that whole part um number two is how can I say this without giving any spoilers to the people <laughs> following Paul along and Sonia who don't know? But you know the, the subtle, not so subtle um, introduction of a potential new character who looks like oh the Chibiusa lookalike. Yeah, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, we know where that goes and we know what that means. But that gave mm-hmm. me goosebumps. It's it, it. I can't wait till we get to that chapter. It's it's surprisingly not next chapter. Next chapter yeah. is going to be the, the reveal at the end, but the true chapter is going to be Acts 24. So uh, we yeah. got one more chapter before we get that full, full, fullness of the full that. Reveal of the that full whole. reveal of that. So yeah, yeah see, it's more of a teaser, but I have to mention it because just that whole, the image of the shadow appearing behind wise men and then taking form. And when we're like, well, it's like it's Usagi, but it's not Usagi. And then they, mm-hmm. you know, when she says, and when she says, laughter, coward, when she calls him coward. Oh, when she calls him coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's laughing and then the whole sort of siren call thing. Oh, yes, absolutely. Love it. And then um, number one, did I say this in the right way? Three, two, one. Anyway, this 
my favorite. My favorite part. Um, just Sailor Moon's power. <sighs> yep, absolutely. With the earth shaking, complete mm-hmm. annihilation of the energy quake. It's yeah. everything. And what? And we we we've said it already, haven't we? But just to go from the Usagi that we saw, you know, scrunching up our homework and <laughs> yeah. being locked Get out of the house by our mom and yeah. Um, and now we're finally know, here. Getting angry at being called Bunhead. And don't get me wrong, she's still got those parts of her. But just, oh, yeah. And, but when she was, you know, sort of crying and like, Luna, I don't know what to do. I don't have. And Luna's like, you do, kind of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just to see how far she's come um, from volume one. And honestly, a short now. time, too. It is, isn't it? It really yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, we're 22 episodes of this podcast in. But, yeah, but for, like, the length of time, it's only been, what did she say, a year since she met Mamaru? Yeah. Yes, she did. Exactly. And to think so, of, yeah. So to think of the immense, I mean, I know she, she, you know, some of the power was given to her in that moment by Neo Queen Serenity. But mm-hmm. that just goes, like, is this just the tip of the iceberg? Exactly. Like, what is she going to come into when she actually assumes the role of Neo Queen Serenity? If that was just a taste, who knows what the buffet is going to hold? Oh, exactly. And it just goes to show, like, we, I think we mentioned, goodness, it's how many chapters ago. But do you remember that person who was saying um, on Twitter, like, can it, who would win in a fight? Would it be Sailor Moon or would it be... Or Goku. Yeah, mm. I mean. Bitch. Read this chapter. <laughs> exactly. And tell me that Goku wouldn't be fucking eradicated. <laughs> yeah, he'd be Rubius. In the, I mean, he in would the... be Rubius. <laughs> yeah. 100 percent oh i love it what are yours um funny enough i think this might be the a a sailor manga first but my favorite parts are the exact same three in the exact same order in the exact same order because like i mean they have to be there's no other way around it and yeah i just love i mean we sort of got a glimpse of the the guardians coming back in the last chapter because they they awoke last chapter yeah but then they 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 once again they truly Truly awoke in this chapter, and just I loved seeing the, that moment when they were in the chamber again, and they can they can just feel Sailor Moon's power. Like her yeah. reach is so powerful, mm. and if anyone ever questions Usagi or Sailor Moon's power, this is the fucking chapter I'm going to point them to Same. because it like you can't tell me that Usagi is not fucking powerful if you don't acknowledge what happens and act 22 like it's just point blank period like bookmark it this is it yeah literally um but yeah seeing the guardians again not only the guardians again but seeing them in their sailor transformations again because it's been way too long since we've seen mars mercury and jupiter and i'm so glad that they're back and i can't wait to see um more shenanigans from them um in the next chapter and in the future chapters it's only gonna get way crazier way more intense from here Y'all, oh, y'all yeah. thought that like we're at the penultimate climax? Absolutely not. It's oh, gonna yeah. go downhill in as far as exposition so fast. So definitely that moment. Yeah, the the shadowy Chibiusa lookalike is once we fully explain it, it is probably my favorite. I don't want to say favorite thing about Sailor Moon overall. Yeah, but it's the thing about Sailor Moon that has always kept me interested in. 
Sailor Moon? Um, right. As far as like aesthetic, as far as like, yeah. uh, you know, s- stuff like that. Like, uh, like I said, I don't want to give away too much until we actually get there. But like that, it's such an, it's probably my number one most iconic moment of Sailor Moon. Not only right. in getting back into Sailor Moon, but when I first got into Sailor Moon, I was so yeah. obsessed with it. And um, so just, you're just going to have to keep listening on to uh, find out what I'm talking about. And mm-hmm. yeah, number one moment, like you already said, uh, Usagi, Sailor Moon's power in this. Like that fucking energy quake moment. I mean, my God, put it on a poster, hang it up in your office. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. And like you said, just the fact that, you know, thinking about like the the silly Usagi that we've seen. I mean, she, again, like you said, she's still silly. Um, but seeing like chapters one through three Usagi <laughs> and then yeah. seeing chapter 22 Usagi, you're like, oh, this bitch like means business. And we've even seen notes of her, her still acting like a child, like her being jealous of Chibiusa and yeah. being like, oh, it's a threat to me and Mamari's relationship. Like she still has that parts, but like, holy shit, is she owning the fact that she's a superhero now? I know, because if you think about, was it, was it more, I want to say Morga? Was it Morga? You know, the first, the first, yeah, the from first the jewelry, from the jewelry yeah, shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how she dealt with that. It was almost like an accidental win. Like she won. Exactly. Yep. By accident. But I mean, she was always going to win, but she won by accident. Like she wasn't aware of yeah, her capabilities. And this, like you say, she, she owned it. Yeah. She's like, I'm fucking Sailor Moon. I am Sailor Moon. Yeah. Oh, oh so good. I want to scream into a pillow right now. I know this this <laughs> chapter is so fucking jazz. Like I'm fucking wired. Me like too. literally. Um, but yes, I, th- I think we we wrapped up all of our moments. Uh, next week, listeners, your next week's chapter. Like I'm flipping through it right now, and um, holy shit, I'm so ready. Oh, oh, I just flipped to the page. <laughs> ah! Oh my god, I love her. Oh my god, oh she's in it a lot. <gasps> she's in it a lot more than I thought she was. No, I have to flip to it. You've got to. Okay, I so am. no, next chapter we're getting like she's in it a lot more than I thought. I love the title <gasps> of the next chapter as well. Me too. It's perfect. Oh, she's in it a lot, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, Diana. <gasps> oh, oh my god, next week, bitches. Next week, bitches. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how long this chapter is too? Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to calm it next week. No, we're just gonna have to go on ramp. We get we get a full on a full on shot of the I'm <laughs> <laughs> Ah! okay okay i think we've rambled on enough uh (laughs) next week we will be reading act 23 which is titled puppet master wiseman yes and it comes with an incredible we're probably going to spend five minutes just on the chapter page because it's gorgeous yeah uh might be a rival uh best cover page so far um but you'll have to tune in next week to hear us talk about that thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of sailor manga um and please please reach out to us i know we're about to plug our socials but please reach out we do love hearing from people it's been a little while since we've heard um, i know do you know someone. we haven't heard from actually for a while and i want Who? to cassie 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 if you're know. out there let us know if you're still listening and enjoying it yeah and i also want to know where she got because because of cassie i got the dvd so i want to know like right. who's she and her 
uh, in her re- in her watch. Yeah, I yeah. want to know. Let us know, uh, Cassie. And did she ever uh, get? She ever get the manga? <gasps> True, Cassie. You gotta update us, girl. Yeah, you gotta let us know. If you didn't, Cassie, then next time you house it for Paul and I, if you want to, that is, um, then I'm gonna put the full collection at your disposal. Yes. Oh, we love that. We love a connection. But anyway, uh, thank you guys again for listening to this episode of Sailor Manga. You can find me on the internet at Justin Gray 22 across Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. And please go check out that amazing new Since We're Big Brother Season 2 series that we got going on my channel. Go check it out. Yeah, And you can find us both on Twitter at Sailor Manga Pod. And you can find us on Instagram also at Sailor Manga Pod. And if you want to get in touch with us, in touch with us through email, you can email us at Sailor Manga Podcast at gmail.com. Ugh. I'm just, I'm still just trying to reel from this chapter. <laughs> Me too. I've been reeling since I reread it last night, so it's fine. Oh, it's so good. But anyway, I think that's all we got. So, in the name of the moon, we'll be back soon. Bye, guys. Bye bye. I feel like I can just like, like, I don't know if it's the chapter, if it's the fact that I'm finally getting this lion's mane cut off my head in an hour. <laughs> but, uh, I feel like I could just run into traffic, get hit by a car and survive it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you'd like make a, de- a dent in the car. <laughs> yeah, I make a dent in the car and then I'm like, well, that's fucking rude. And I just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. I, I, I just feel wanna, invincible. I want to fucking punch glass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to headbutt a brick wall <laughs> and destroy it. <laughs> just go up to it and sledgehammer it with my fucking forehead. <laughs> no. Oh I do. My god. I feel unstoppable right now.